Welcome back to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. Today's special guest is Fem Taro's Natalie, who has a YouTube channel. She's on TikTok and she is a psychic medium, but she's just as obsessed with housewives as I am. Um, so we had an amazing time on today's episode and we even got a visitor from the other side to give us some intel and it was wild, you guys. So if you guys love these podcasts, please make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Giorgio Says. Also check me out on TikTok, again, at Giorgio Says, and make sure you listen to my podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Now let's get into the episode because it was quite meaty. Welcome to Says Podcast. How are you? I'm so excited and thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how long I've been waiting for this moment. Like I manifested it, if I'm honest. I envisioned this moment a long time ago when I saw your channel. I was like, I don't know. I've been all about manifesting the last year because I really took the time to like, not to bore you, but I just like we. I just had this journey that just like was so fast, and things were happening so quickly, but also nothing was happening at the same time in terms of being in the pandemic and just being at home. But it was actually a blessing in disguise for me because I was able to work through a lot of my like shadows and and different things, and that's what right. really inspired me to get on here and start doing this. And I started my TikTok in July, and now I'm here. But I know, and I've got to say one thing. Because we'll talk about this on your um, on your reading during your reading. But yes. when I, remember, I sent you that DM on TikTok and said you're doing a great job, and I mean it. Okay, I don't normally do that. Like just no, you know, I really appreciate. But it. I also had a vision, honey, oh. that you're going hi, and I see you working with alongside. I not just like social media, like not just TikTok and YouTube and podcasting, but I see you also working in media okay but slightly in a different sense this is what i'm getting but we will do that during your reading where i will be able to tap in and get more details but you're doing a great job and to be and i don't know we don't know each other but i'm very proud of you oh i really <laughs> okay so because I... I see your soul i see your soul georgia i see your soul and i see that you're really genuine like light there's light um that comes through you so I mean it's well deserved and I do feel that you've been through some rough patches as well I really um oh I'm gonna get emotional sorry oh I see that oh I'm no I'm sorry no 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 it's not bad it's just um I'm just like I'm this is so weird to say I guess I'm just proud of myself you should be um I know that sounds like odd to say but I've been no, learning to say that to myself because it's so important and I am I am so I'm that's why I try to be like I call things out and I'm grateful for them in the moment and I just I try to be aware and so I mm -hmm. really appreciate you saying that because you know I know we don't know each other but just that alone just speak I don't know it just means a lot to me so I appreciate it Truly. So yeah. Keep going. I know you're a sensitive soul. I feel that. Yeah. But you know, keep going. You're on the right path. You're doing great. Keep, keep going and use YouTube more. That one piece of advice that I can give you is that I think it would be great on YouTube as well, aside from TikTok, because mm -hmm. you can be heard. 
you know, TikToks are so short. Um, oh. And, you know, if you want tips or anything for YouTube, I'm here. I'm more than happy to help. I mean, YouTube is the place. And I think you're going to skyrocket once you properly use YouTube, if you know what I mean. I think that's been one of my like insecurities is that I'm not familiar with it enough. And so I don't know the right strategy and I don't want to approach it too hard the wrong way. So mm-hmm. but yeah, we should definitely have a conversation about YouTube for sure. Cause I'm I, here whenever you- get, I think I'm testing the waters with YouTube by doing these podcast episodes now and putting them on the channel to keep myself accountable, to just try to get it structured. Right. But I think you know, my ultimate goal is to build out a YouTube channel because I would love to, you know, be a part of that community too, for sure. I think it would be great and keep like, as I said, you can ask me anytime, whatever you need, you know, I'm going to anyways promote this on my social media. I've gotten like a lot of like um, good feedback when I post it on my stories. Same. So, you know, it's a step-by-step process and you're on the right path and you're doing the right things. So keep going. And I'm so proud of you because, oh, you know, you. a lot of these. Yeah. And I'm going to give you also some tips about YouTube and some of the content creators that you should be a bit wary of, but I think, you know, already. Um, or so I think. <laughs> I think, I think you do know what I'm, I think, you know, where I'm going with that. I think you saw my story. So but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just grateful that it was important yeah. enough to be shared at the end of the day. And although, you know, I get that there's not going to be everyone that's going to be supportive and, you know, whatnot, there have been more positive, like, there's just been connections that have been positive on the same level or higher. And that's been mm-hmm. just amazing for me. And I just find like, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So, but yes, we will, we will get into that a little bit later, but I'm so excited to have you on because I posted on my stories, as you know, and people flooded me with their questions because, and the funny thing is that everyone, I, I sat there like last night, early this morning, and I was just going through them. And I said, there's like a trend here. It's like everyone wants the same, they want to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with the same people. So we have what's going on with Jen Shaw, what's happening there. Okay. Cause there's a lot. And then people want to know like, what, what do we see happening with Erica? What are the vibes? And I think the other one was Mary Cosby. There's just a lot going on with Mary Cosby in the church and as you know, she didn't show up to the reunion. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that have come out with her cousin recently doing, um, mm. she was on Sherelle's World, doing an exclusive interview with her, just breaking down everything. I think that's the second time, isn't it? No. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't. The uncle yeah, was I the think... first one. Oh, it was the uncle. Did. All right. Okay. Mm. I think so. But yeah, so there's just been a lot going on, but I am... Um, I'm just excited to have you on just talk about like currently what's on, what's coming up and all that stuff. So I want to get your take quickly though. What did you, what did your, what were your thoughts about Beverly Hills last season? Like, what did you think? Uh, hot and cold, hot and cold. I just miss the old Beverly Hills. I just miss the old housewives full stop on all franchises to be honest um I feel that Beverly Hill Hills is the most 
produced. They know very well how to sort of navigate through storylines and drama and plots and all that. And it was the Erica show, which and which was good in one hand because there was not, nothing else to talk about aside from right. Erica. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, this is not why, or at least in my personal opinion, why I watch Housewives. It's it. I don't want it to be centered on drama or on someone who is allegedly, you know, um, in involved in crime or criminal activities, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So and I'm not saying that Erica is because she's not the one who is sort of like target well she is because she was married she is or was married to tom gerardi but on the other hand i feel like as a spouse you are complicit anyways because didn't you ever question where that money came from i mean you know i'm I'm sure she knew there had to i mean listen she's a cancer they're not Mm, i know they may play naive but they're not i know so that's why I also struggled because I was like, wait a minute, up until this point, you've been so confident and structured in the way that you've been handling your personal business while being on this show. And so it's just weird that now you don't even know what a bank is or an ATM. You know what I mean? Like those little points in the show. And I did feel like the reunion didn't need to be four parts. I absolutely agree. Why? What was that? Just milking the cow. Hey, hello. Because they were showing us clips for next week that was really just going to be on part four, but they just kept milking it to keep us watching because it was like, well, no one else had anything going on. You could have done this in three parts. But they were milking it. Not only did they milk it, they created yogurt from it. You know, it's just like, and that was, that was disappointing. I actually, I have to admit, I did not watch part, part four. And I'm not that excited to watch next season, to be honest, which is an indication of how last season went. I don't even like, to be honest, you caught me off guard with that question because I'm like, do I really remember what happened on Beverly Hills aside from the, all the Erica drama? No. <laughs> so that's an indication, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to go on from that how do you break and transition so that it's not just the erica show but i think that's why they added more women yeah but yeah they did Mm. you know and i think diana jenkins will be an interesting ad she's very you know connected to a lot of the women but i don't know we'll have to just wait and see it's been pretty quiet lately i've been trying to you know scour to see like if there's any movement but i haven't heard anything it's seems like a lot of the storylines are centered around Dorit so far from what I've seen, just from the burglary. Oh, news the- fest. I mean, to be honest, listen, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but Dorit is starting to turn into Teddy for me. Like I'm a oh, little okay. bit <laughs> over it. Like she's a bit boring now. I mean, the whole glam and all that great, but we're over that too. It was great. Like three seasons ago when they're really glammed up. You know, but now I don't watch it for the fashion. I watch it for the reality of it all. And where is the reality of it all for all franchises? That's my issue. It's like, it's all just a put on. It it is, it is totally put on. And that's why I think I like 
more like the shows like Summer House and Winter House because you know the dynamic there is genuine because they are friends outside of the show or even if they met during the show they still hang out outside of the show when they're not filming so they sleep with each other and they drink a lot and all that but hey that's reality tv well at least the new reality tv will never go back to the old housewives and the i don't know even jersey shore because i i (laughs) okay confession i love jersey shore i love that kind of trash (laughs) hey i'm guilty of it too listen i love a good (laughs) basketball wives I, you know, VH1 does a real good wrap up of that type of, you know, reality TV. So I, I was Jersey Shore, MTV. I missed the real world. Like that's what you were just saying. Like I would love to see a show where it was more like Ultimate Girls Trip, where you put them in, I don't know, situations where they're all in the same shared space and that they actually have to try to get to know each other because that's fun to watch rather than these set up conversations where you're just kind of like trying to come after each other but it's now it's all legal stuff like it's not like petty drama it's it's like I just read about your lawsuit (laughs) and you're just kind of like oh okay good morning to you as well It's the same with OC now, where we just jump, like, we just met Noella, and then suddenly there's all that drama around Noella and Sweet James and all that, and I'm like, oh, why? This is the third franchise that we have to deal with this. Yeah, I mean, it was great the first time it ever happened, but, you know, now we're all like, okay, is is that it? That's why everyone's kind of pivoting towards Miami or pivoting towards Sunset, um, selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's overproduced too. But it's very, the style and the feel of it is very, um, very different because the focus is on the real estate, the real estate porn, and, and obviously the women. So that makes it interesting because there are layers there. But where are the layers in Beverly Hills, OC, New York even. Look at what happened to New York. Oh my gosh. I mean, that that franchise needs, it needed it though. I think New York specifically, it just, we needed to kind of relook at the situation. And, but yeah, OC, it's, uh, what do you think? What's your intuition on the whole Noella thing? Do you think what everyone's been saying or what do you think? Well, I think, Listen, I felt really bad a couple of episodes ago when she was crying and Nicole, was it Nicole or Jen? I keep confusing them. Nicole, which is being very sort of aloof about her sort of breaking down, um, crying, you know, when she found out Nicole was served with papers and she, she was allegedly broke and et cetera, et cetera. So I felt bad. I felt that was genuine. Okay. That mm-hmm. pain was genuine. I could feel that. But I do feel that there's something there. There is some darkness there when it comes to um, Noella that is, it's shadow. It's behind all those layers. There's something dark there. And I do feel that, um, I feel that a lot more is going to come out about Noella and James. Let me just say that. Whoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's not, it's not you mean about their relationship and how it was what they did in it or 
what's happened since the Jane, sweet James has left? Uh, both, both, okay. both. About the relationship wow. too. I don't feel there is, it's genuine to be honest, a hundred percent. I don't feel they got together because they were in love or whatever, maybe they were at the time or thought that they were, but I do feel that it fizzled out like pretty soon after they got together and they haven't been married that long, have they? So they've mm. been, they've been together for six or seven years. And I think they were married, they're married for a year or something like that. Oh yeah, you're right. I think it was even less than a year when the show less. started filming. So. Right. And I, and I feel that what's going to come out is that they got married in a rush. This is what I feel. So something kind of like, and this is why I feel Noella's got skeletons in her closet that will come out. Mm-hmm. She is, I don't feel that, you know, the sky landed on her head when she found out about sweet James and his illegal activities allegedly mm-hmm. um but i do think that she was also in on it up to a point so this is my feeling and i do feel that noella is good. we're going to be talking about noella for a long time just like the, as we do with jen shaw and erica correct yeah no i think i'm kind of split in the middle with noella in the sense of i know a lot of people have said and i do agree with this she is trying hard to be on the show it's coming off like you've almost rehearsed your moments of how you would react to you know a heather or whoever um but as of recently with with the whole thing with between noella and heather there's this this gray area and kelly dodd was very loud to say I have the text message. She shoved that guy into the wall. Mm. And we hear Noella confront Heather on the most recent episode about slamming people into walls. Now, Heather went on her podcast to obviously defend herself. And I just feel like there's more to that story because when Heather mm-hmm. was shutting down production, I don't know, there's just something that I, like, even with Heather's text messages, Heather tried to send, prove that Noella was late or something or another because everyone said, well, why are you inviting this woman to your home when you're clearly busy filming for something? You're selling something. Yeah. And people just, went after Noella after that. And I looked at the text message because I, I just, you know, when you read something and you're like, there's something's missing from this. There's, there's another, mm. either a message I about it. The same way. Okay. So I didn't jump on the, on that train yesterday or the day, but whenever the day came out, the screenshot, because I was just like, well, this is convenient. You, it doesn't even really yeah. say that you were not busy though. It just said that you were, it's just a general statement. You were just saying, I'm locked in with these shop mm-hmm. QVC type videos, but you never said anything about a time, but then you claimed on the podcast that you told four o'clock, which then Noella shared the production email that said call time was four. And then she shared the production text message that said, what is your ETA? And she said, two minutes. And then she said at 3.54 PM, I'm at the second gate. 
And then at the bottom explained that she was made to sit in her car because she wasn't allowed to even come in to use the bathroom. So I feel like either production had a hand in messing with that whole situation or Heather was messing with production to make it, because Noella, she, she already knew Noella had said those things about her. So she, I could see her doing that, but I don't know. It's just, the whole thing is just. I don't know. I don't trust Heather. Let's just say that. I'm not saying Noella is clean, but I'm just saying I don't trust Heather. The whole like tantrum she had where she shut down filming and production when she found out about Nicole being there. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, and then next episode, they're in the same car, just driving together to an event. I don't remember where they were going. I've got terrible. I'm hunky dory. I'm like dory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forget. But and I was like, what's going on here? And that's where I was like, ooh, okay. This, this is like my intuition was kicking in. And I was feeling that reaction, Heather's reaction was way too overdramatic and exaggerated, okay? Because the next minute, she and Terry were just com comforting Nicole. And I was like, what is going on here? I just think that um, Heather just got a big paycheck. She thinks she's the queen bee and she feels that she can control the narrative, the production, mm -hmm. producers and everything. And that's why I, although I was super excited about OC in the beginning, because I was like, not about Heather, because I wasn't a big fan of hers, but I was like, okay, let's see what they're bringing in this year. We've got new casting, new women, now I'm like, I don't even know if I want to continue watching because this is about, this is a Heather show and I don't want a Heather show. What do you think? I definitely agree with you there. I mean, I definitely don't trust Heather. I never have, honestly. And I, I do believe that there's been multiple people, multiple claims that all say the same things. I mean, I have friends that work on different production companies for the different shows. And there's a lot of people that left that show because she was coming mm -hmm. back because they didn't want to deal with it so allegedly there, there you go that explains a lot and you can see it from her attitude from her energy mm -hmm. like she's got a cocky arrogant ener uh, energy about her which does not like to me why what you were away for so long you just came back because i feel the producers were desperate to save the show so oh, they thought, 100%. okay, so let's bring back Heather and, you know, look at her house mm -hmm. and let Heather sort, sort of show off her money, which again, that to me is a bit, I know that we watch these shows because we like the opulence mm -hmm. of it all and, you know, what they're wearing and where they're living, et cetera, mm -hmm. but she's overdoing it. Like they're over sort of um, exposing their wealth. And that, again, is a red flag because when people show off their wealth so much, it means that they've got a dirty skeleton in their closet. Some would say, allegedly, that they're trying to create a pocket listing by having it so exposed on the show, which is why we get so much of the interior of the house. And, you know, she talks about it so much. Like, even on her podcast, she made a big thing about how she built her podcast studio on the other wing of the house because yeah. it's quieter. Yeah. And that's why well, her and went there to have the conversation so that everyone wouldn't hear because, you know, her house is so open and big, you know, everything echoes. So that just tells me they are selling their house. Their house is overpriced then because if they need a whole show, 
in order to pocket list their house, it means it's overpriced. They're trying to add value to that house. Just saying. Oh, yeah, because it's now been on the show. Yeah, so it's overpriced. They can't sell it. Probably they tried selling it. And who knows? They might have money problems. Listen, we're not here to speculate what's going on in their bank accounts for sure. But I just think, especially after two years of what's been going on, you mm -hmm. know, with this whole thing that's been going around, I think it's just too much. It's just too arrogant. And, and it's offensive to a point where she's, and the way she acts, have you, do you listen to Jeff Lewis, by the way? Sometimes I'll catch some of his episodes. I mean, I know he doesn't care for her and he's made claims as yeah. well. So. Yeah. But, and I, I like him, but, and I do listen to his show, to his radio show. And he did share a story about Heather and how she treats like wait staff and, and people. And I wasn't surprised at all. I could totally see it because that's kind of the energy I get, you know, mm. I think she's forgotten where she's come from. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know where she comes from. I, this is the feeling I'm getting, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes off so abrasive on the show that it's not pleasant and it's not entertaining to watch. And see, here we are talking about Heather and we're talking about Noella, but we haven't talked about any of the others because they don't have a storyline like Shannon, poor Shannon. She's, oh. she's hanging on a string on that show. I don't even know <laughs> what I can even say about Shannon because the poor thing, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't want to say poor thing because I really do think that there's more to that story of yeah. her not knowing Nicole and what she did there was plant a seed because she knew, she knew Gina and Emily would bring it up and then she could play victim be like, wait, you guys threw me under the bus. This was off camera. How dare you do this to me? I didn't even know. But there's clearly more to the story of why that bothered Heather so much. And it's interesting mm. because this upcoming episode is Nicole's last episode. What? Is it? It is. And I, so when they were filming, Nicole was originally supposed to be a housewife. She, mm -hmm. was, she was testing, meaning they gave, sometimes they give you the two-week contract, say, let's see how you do. So originally that's what they were interested in because she was connected right. to people. And I guess, I mean, it seems like on the show, Heather and Nicole and Terry are fine based on that odd scene upstairs in the house when Nicole was hysterical and they were all making jokes and whatever. But yeah, she's... She, she's not going to be on and they're saying it's because she's had issues with production but i Ooh. think from allegedly what i've been told is that heather had a lot to do with phasing her off oh because i think so there's more there's more there that they because even noella recently i think they showed noella when she confronted heather about how oh when she was upset the night before, but then after she talked to you, it was like, she didn't want to, she dropped it. Like nothing was even a thing. And then they go back to mm. that, that one clip. And so it was just really interesting. So I was starting to think, I'm like, wait a minute. So then of course, you know, I'm nosy. So I went and looked up Terry's Yelp reviews and those were horrible to read and scary. And I'm like, how is this not being brought up in any capacity? And how are you on a show called? botched 
but nonetheless. Ah, uh, good point. Very good point. And if he is not that great at what he does, how does he? How is he able to afford that huge house and everything else for that matter? Just saying. Um, I mean, you know what? I don't know. I mean. I always feel that if you're super wealthy, you have no reason to show off your wealth. Actually, you want to hide your wealth because yeah. you don't want to be targeted. You don't want to be attacked. You know, there are lots of reasons why. And it's always suspicious when they go on these shows and they show off what they've got. Mm -hmm. And of course, we always hear about like a few years down the line, we find out, you know, that everything was smoke and mirrors and I feel the same about Terry and you know what Terry's likable I actually like Terry I don't dislike him I don't get but I just feel that yeah Heather is the boss like she's the business manager so she she's makes just, the decisions she makes the decisions every decision for him too not just for both of them pretty much that's what I feel she's she knows what she's doing like she's she's cutthroat we can see that and definitely there's been a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we are not aware of because, yeah, they will, as usual, Housewives will always blame editing. And, mm -hmm. okay, I agree, sometimes editing can be sort of manipulated in order to create some kind of drama or some kind of, like, plot twist. Yeah, I get it. That's TV. But I do feel that there are parts of filming that are missing because we're jumping it's almost like jumping timelines and then going back mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else feels it but this is how it feels to me and I've I've got more questions and I'm more confused than anything like how does how did these personalities the dynamic of these personalities work out where one minute one is shutting Heather's shutting down the thing production and then they're driving together with Nicole to some party or wherever it was and then you've got Noella becoming Shannon's best friend. Okay, you know, granted, Shannon doesn't have anyone else right I was now. Say, you know? yeah, she needs someone in her corner, poor thing. But you know what? Maybe it's time for Shannon to go. And I'm sorry to say that. I know there are probably fans out there that like Shannon and I don't dislike her. But I think it's just maybe time. I think she needs a break. If not she a does. goodbye, finally. It's not, listen, I think Shannon has a lot of potential. I agree. I, I really think they just don't have authentic relationships and that's making for a soap-esque situation. Because a lot of people are like, what? it seems very, like that one particular scene, just cringe-worthy. It was just when Heather was leaning in slowly and was like, if you ever go near my family I was like what are you doing the godfather Harlem Brando vibes you know like <laughs> but it was just an odd thing and I was just like are did you rehearse this like did you write like, someone wrote this for you and said this is what you need to say like I don't know but poor Shannon you know so yeah I do but I do think Shannon should take some time off I think she would do good if she took like a season or two off, or even if she was just a friend of for a season or two where she didn't have to get in fully in the mix. Cause I just feel like she's miserable this season. Like I feel she like, is, like you know really what? intense, miserable, alone, like 
cornered energy from her or something where it's she's like, got the insecure energy about her feeling like I feel she's I, I feel that she's insecure that this is going to be her last season so she's trying to navigate herself and navigate through everything but it's just not it's not happening and you know I love I love how Shannon always has that look like deer in the headlights every time she stirs the pot. You know who else has that? I was I watched Miami because I love Miami. Um, and oh God, Marisol, Marisol has mm -hmm. the same look. Have yes. you noticed? Yes. Every time Alexia is telling her something, they pan over to Marisol and she's like, and I'm like, God, I miss you, ladies, so much. I'm I we. I'm so glad you love Miami because I'm trying to get people to get on Peacock. It's worth the money just for the library of past seasons of everything. Just for I that alone is worth it. I but, agree. And these, and these women, like Miami women, sorry for jumping from one franchise. No, it's okay. Here. Let's go with it. But it's just like, you know, there's so... I don't know, they're so passionate, you know, because a lot of them are Latin and Latina. So they have this energy and passion and mm -hmm. it just makes it great. And they have storylines because they genuinely have, except for Larsa. Larsa's just, I don't know what her storyline is. Tell We're me. Only fans. Just... Only fans <laughs> is the storyline. No, it's for real is. The poor thing, she, uh, you know what the problem there is, unfortunately, she comes from a not so healthy marriage. Like, so there's just a lot of talk. You can just tell she's put things in boxes and just yeah. been like, nope. And yeah. she has what I call, she's gone through the Kardashian effect. Slower Ugh. talking, no real substance. Yeah. Monotone, no. Yeah. I, what's her star sign, by the way? Do you know? Um, let me find out. Let's find out because that's interesting. That would be interesting to know, actually. Right? Oh, Alexia gives me, by the way, I love Alexia. Okay. Me and too. I, oh my God, I love her. And I just have so much respect for her for everything that she's been through. She gives me Scorpio vibes with everything that she's been doing, uh, going through. But it's interesting to find out. Oh, Larsa was born on July 6th. 19th. Oh, another, oh, another cancer. Mm hmm. Oh. Okay. That's odd. I wouldn't get cancer vibes from her. The no, way, but see know? water. It's like Scorpio water that, that she gets. She gives that water sort of element vibe, but she doesn't give me cancer vibes. That's for sure. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, no, it's been interesting. I mean, she's, she, I, I don't know. She was only on the first season of the, when they first came on. Yeah. But yeah. I think the reason why she got off is because I don't think her husband was really happy with her putting their life out there for them to um, dig into. But I'm glad it's back. I honestly love the energy of it. I love, I and speaking of Alexia, did you, you obviously saw that scene of um, Todd and Peter getting into it. Oh my God. I that was, was heartbroken God. for her because- I felt for her only because it's such a tough spot to be in because you could just tell that she just, she's been and like, to your point, she's been through so much. And I, I mean, I wouldn't know the first thing about what that must be like, but it's just, I don't know. I just felt so horrible in the moment for them. I did too. And as a mom, I'm a mom as well. And if I, yeah. I, that is a tough spot to be in where you're like, you have to mediate between the love, your love, 
your your future husband and your son and because let's not forget what the kids have been through is what's well. not just Alexia the kids have also gone been through so much imagine you know losing their dad and then finding out that their dad had a whole different life like it's just like you know and everything was uncovered when he was when when he passed away and so it's a lot but then again um, what's her um, future? I think they're married now. What's her husband's name? I forget. Todd. I think it's Todd. Mm -hmm. Todd. And then there's Todd, and of course Todd. You know, he's just he's th he's there for the ride. He has to because he's marrying her, married Alexia. Sure. But on the other, on the other hand, it's so hard to sort of like be empathetic and understanding of what the boys are going through, mm -hmm. um, because he's not been in that position, you know? So, and there's Alexia trying to sort of juggle both. It's, it's hard. It was, it was very intense. I felt horrible for her, but on the other hand, she is a tough cookie. I mean, I do believe, and if she listens to this, Alexia, better things are coming. I can tell you psychically. Oh, well, I mean, if, I, if she ever does hear this, I mean, I feel for her even now because, you know, Peter was arrested just recently. Um, for oh, really? domestic violence, um, for physically assaulting his girlfriend. Oh, <gasps> oh no! See, there's a lot. Allegedly, lot of stuff. but it, it was. I mean, it was an actual police report and everything, so it wasn't. It wasn't like just a rumor mill. He was booked, um, and I think it was maybe a week or two ago. And it just, um, for obvious reasons, she's gone a little silent. But I'm just like, it just it just so happened that that episode came as like a week or so after that arrest happened and yeah. it just made that's why I think it also impacted me a little bit more because I'm thinking about now yeah. and like what did that do to the relationship now right what I'm saying because it seems like they, oh. need, they need to find a way to gel and have some sort of common understanding like you know, Todd needs yeah. to somehow have some sort of way to build empathy with what Alexia has had to endure and what she has to do as a mom. But at the same time, be able to be honest with her because I think it's 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 okay right. if he needs to express things. He is an outsider, so I think there's benefit to that sometimes. Sometimes having an outsider can help you maybe work on things that you weren't looking at before because you're, you're you're only stuck in what you see and that's all you know you know so that's what I think I, I agree absolutely but obviously if Peter if that happened the kids well both of them I mean Peter had to deal with his brother's car accident with his dad's death mm -hmm. with everything that came after that so, I mean, the kids, the kids need a lot of support. And I don't think one thing that I hold sort of, I hold it against Alexia, don't put your kids on TV when things are so vulnerable, you know, and so soon after. Just, That's one thing just I like, would have, I would probably have been like, the kids are off yeah. limits. Just for that yeah, reason alone. Now. Because I mean, just all the stuff that, she, and I'm good for her for wanting to sit down and talk to her ex-husband's lover. You know, I don't know many women that would have wanted to do that or even talk about it rather on TV. But good you know why I think she's so calm, cool, calm and collected? Because I thought I analyzed it and I tapped into my intuition for that. Because Sometimes I do. I try not to do that when I watch the shows, <laughs> but sometimes I get messages come through and we'll mm -hmm. get to the 
Christian child of it all. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know, I know that's a hot topic, oh. but with Alexia, um, what was I, I lost my trail of thought right now. What I want to say, oh yeah. Um, that what I was picking up is that I feel that one of the reasons why she was so calm and collected when she found out about her husband and being gay and having a lover and all that was because I feel that she knew intuitively at least, and she's a cancer water sign. So they're highly intuitive. Mm -hmm. uh, water so I think that she knew maybe she even, maybe even someone told her or, you know, she had some kind of evidence or facts around it mm -hmm. and you know she kept it quiet because she does respect you can see that she has a lot of love for her husband for her late husband um and respect so mm -hmm. i believe that but i think that they were more they definitely have karmic i can tell you now because i just got it now just came through karmic relationship between her and her ex her late sorry not ex her late husband mm -hmm. and they were siblings in a previous lifetime oh wow but yeah yeah so they came into this life as husband and wife and in order to overcome sort of like a karmic pattern mm -hmm. that's been going on with the two of them but unfortunately they will have to reincarnate again next life it, it hasn't been fulfilled unfortunately so what they will continue to meet each other basically until things they will continue themselves. to reincarnate yeah as like taking the main role mm -hmm. role so whether it is siblings husband and wife uh best friends cousins whatever it may be they're coming back and they're gonna have they will have to hash it out those that those karmic sort of patterns that they have from past lives so this is what i feel and he's for whatever reason i'm i'm tapping into him because he's sort of like coming through he's taking a peek because oh. we're talking about them okay yeah and he is in he I, I get good vibes from him like i feel that he was a good person he was trying to be righteous as well and he's like he was struggling a lot with the whole you know being gay and uh, with the sexuality and orientation. Um, and this is part of the problem, I feel, that he also had health issues before. Like, he had some kind of chronic health issue, he's telling me. So before even he passed, he passed away. And part of that, it was psychosomatic because he was really sort of drowning and keeping down those needs and that those those feelings he had and how he saw himself. He, I feel he was struggling with himself a lot. Like there was a, there, I want to say love and hate, but there wasn't love towards himself. There was more oh. disdain in a sense. And okay. I feel also that it has to do with how he was raised and his family and also his relationship with his dad when he was a child. I think their dad kind of left them when he was quite young, when he was little. So mm -hmm. he left the family and there were skeletons in the dad's closet too that they found out. It's very complicated. Like the, the info that I'm getting is a Whoa. lot and it's going to take a long time. <laughs> oh gosh. I know, I know. 
but yeah and um and alexia is definitely gonna her life is going to improve so it's almost like since his death it's like all that karma all that all that darkness mm -hmm. that was surrounding her is clearing away now it's like she's entering the second phase second chapter of her life which is going to be very very different and she is going to do she we're going to see and hear more of alexia in the future outside of housewives oh okay yeah That's like enough. business ventures and um she's going to get into podcasts too podcasting too i was just i saying, don't know if I she has a podcast great at that She's got a story to tell. I all I also feel that the podcast is going to lead to a radio show. So something that is going to be nationwide, you know, um, nationwide exposure. So she's she's working on it. She's got a lot going for her from now on. Alexia, if you listen to this, get moving, girl. We want to hear from you. We're no, I mean, you, I love her. I just I absolutely adore her. I'm glad she's back on the show. Um I will say, and then we can quickly move on, but I will say for Miami, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed we don't have Adriana and Marisol full time. I agree. I, I think agree. we had a big miss there. And I feel like what's going to end up from what I can see thus far, Adriana is in every episode. That's Marisol's so in every episode. It's like, come on. Uh, no, Adriana. Mojito. Why? And you're still using Adriana's um, intro song. So the least you could do is keep her full time, you know? Oh, interesting. Did you know that? No. The intro song to the taglines for that, for that franchise is, is Adriana's, Adriana's? Song. It's called Feel the Rush. It's I have to go back platforms. and listen to it. I, this is a free shout out for you, Adriana. You're welcome. But yes, that's why that first wow. episode, they keep panning over to her and she's sitting in the chair. And she's like dancing because it's her song. <laughs> she, oh my! And she's not even a, a housewife. Oh my! Shady producers, shady, shady. I'm like, I would be pissed. Oh my god! I would. What do you think? Of, really quickly before moving on, what do you think about um, Julia? Because she's very different, different energy, different style, right? And then we've got Martina, who is a tennis legend. I love tennis. I love her. I honestly, I'm happy that this is happening because I think it exposes a lot of different dynamics between people that are in same-sex relationships but are still friends, mm. same-sex, hetero, you know. So right. I think it's a great dynamic. I think it's interesting, the dynamic between um, Adriana and, uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. And yeah, with Julia and, and Adriana, I just, I mean, I know that they're friends and I know they're probably playing it up more for the cameras yeah, because they mm. know that that'll be sensationalized and whatnot. And, but then some episodes like her birthday dinner, I almost was like, Martina probably was like, um, maybe this was not a good idea to do this show because it seems like they were just going off but I don't know maybe Martina's in on it too but I I love Julia's person like her personality I love her energy even when I didn't I know much about her in the trailer when it came out I was like I think I'm gonna like her like I just I agree. Like the warm energy with her like she seems genuine and authentic so I don't have right. a reason to like look at the situation oddly but 
Um, I like the way she's she's meshing with the girls thus far, though. I agree, because she's very different. It seems like she's the level-headed um, of the group, right? And Martina, really quickly, I'm going to say that I do feel she's got a very dry sense of humor. Okay. And she and I, I do, this is what I pick up. I just think that she's enjoying it. She's just more dry. She's got a dry sense of humor. I don't think she worries about Adriana and Julia. I just think they're just, what what you said, I think they're just playing it and acting it for the cameras. I don't, and there is no chemistry that I don't sense anyways that there's chemistry between Julia and Adriana, to be honest. I don't. I don't either. I feel like it's mostly just a play for the camera, like, because they're friends and they, they're comfortable to do it and everyone's in on it and they think it's funny probably when the cameras are down and think that it's going to be great for the show. I agree. Because ultimately this was a reboot, so obviously people had to really put their all into it. But um, I will uh, definitely going to continue to watch and I hope that it gets another season after this and I hope we get to see a little bit more and they get a bigger budget and we get to see what's going on there. But let's please talk okay. about Jen Shaw because... The Jen Shaw of it all. The Jen Shaw of it all, exactly. Uh, did you watch last week's episode? Obviously, I'm sure you did. I have, I, I watch everything. That terrifying bus ride. Oh, that bus. I, I'm going to have PTSD with like mini black buses. You know, I'm, I'm just like, it's, uh, oh, that was, po- listen, I'm not a big Lisa fan, especially this season, mm-hmm. but I have to say I'm with Lisa on this one. That was uncalled for. And, and, uh, my God, my God, Lisa just gave us like ghetto vibes when she was like, ah! and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> She really did. I, she snapped. She literally snapped. But, you know, imagine that's edited down. Imagine how long yeah. Jen was doing that to her to be able but to. But she was poking. It was Georgia, just, she, she was, was provoking was her, poking. trying to get her to do. I don't know what she was doing, but ultimately, this is where I question Jen. You're on a reality show. They're also not getting paid that much. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're staying on the reality show. It's not like Erica Jane where she's getting $68,000 an episode. Show up. You're getting $6,000 an episode, Jen. That's what you guys signed. And you know, shout out to Tamara Tattles for giving the salary details. On that. She has to pay the lawyer, the lawyers, doesn't she? So. And I think that, you know, but yeah, so I think the whole yeah, thing with so Jen and, and Lisa, I'm definitely siding with Lisa on that only because I just, I can, I understand what the issue is between it, the, you know, how she might be on camera versus off camera, but I feel like, I don't know, Jen Shaw seems like she's a, she's a heavy friend to deal with. Like, I feel like she would expect a lot from you, you know? I, I wouldn't trust her as a friend, to be honest. This is not, I mean, I do I do feel that if she's in a good mood or, or she wants to support you, she's super loyal. But I think that, you know, that can change any minute with Jen Shaw, depending on where the wind blows in, in a sense. And I, I forget where her star sign is right now. Um, I forget. I think, is this, is she, no, Sagittarius, Lisa's a Sagittarius and so is Meredith. Um, but Jen Shaw, listen, I, I will only say this. I do understand that Jen Shaw was under immense pressure during that scene because of she because of everything that was going on, right? Mm-hmm. So 
it all had come out somehow, somewhere, and it did to Lisa. But on the other hand, it does zero favors for Jen Shaw when she behaves this way, when she throws tantrums, when she's meanie, because she's got dark energy. From the first moment I saw her, I was like, I love watching her on TV. I love, like, season one, I was like, I love Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like the dynasty yes. of, uh, of Housewives, you know? That's that is the, the perfect, perfect description for that franchise. The dynasty, yes, absolutely. Agreed. And, but... I was like, ooh, 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 there's darkness there. And I was trying to pick up where that darkness was coming from. Mm -hmm. She's got, first of all, she's got some kind of like um, personality disorder or nar narcissism. I've done, I've done readings that are on my channel where I, um, I've looked into that and I totally saw that. So, um, and Coach Shaw, I know he's charming. I know he's very eloquent in the way he talks and he is a great mo motivator that's, that's his job anyways, but trust and believe that he's also, he's also got narcissistic tendencies. I'm not a psychiatrist, but this is my professional opinion as a psychic medium, um, as someone who reads energy, right? Mm -hmm. So with Ben, but it was just, but I enjoy the darkness. I'm like, great, that's going to make the show great. But now it's become so dark that she's pulling everyone else around her in that dark pit of darkness and it's ugly to watch because she's it's attaching her energy to people yes i almost feel and like she's, she's she's spreading the toxic energy by just being around these ladies and listen i mean i don't wish harm or bad things to happen to anyone but if she in her mind really truly believes that she well here's a good question do you think that she th thinks in her mind that she did nothing wrong, like, and believes it? Or do you think she knows she did something wrong and she's trying to get out of it? Second, she knows she's done wrong. She okay. knows exactly what she did. She's smart. She may okay. be a lot of things, but she's not an idiot, you know? Mm -hmm. no, no, I never, I, and that's I, what I was confused about. Cause it just seems like she's so confident that she's done nothing wrong, her reactions and all that stuff. But again, the narcissism plays in there. And the personality disorder. Exactly. And people don't realize that sometimes. And they, and like me, I, when she had that scene with her mom, I was like, oh man, I feel for her. But then I was like, oh, no, no, no. Something's still off. I don't buy this. I know, Georgia, I had the same feeling. You know, when they were packing for the charity, you mean, mm -hmm. when she was with her mom? I know, I was like, oh, for a second, for a split second, I was like, oh, she's doing a good deed. And this this, this is so sweet. And then I'm like, nope, nope, nope. For the cameras, if the cameras weren't around, would she do the same thing? Nope. No, no. She doesn't care, you know? And it's, it's you, that's the difference between Jen Shaw and Erica. Jen Shaw knows what she did wrong and she's denying it. And she's, you know, she's completely not oblivious, but she's convinced herself, you know, of that, that she's, mm -hmm. that she hasn't done anything wrong, but she knows it. Um, and that's a coping mechanism for mm -hmm. her. Erica, on the other hand, is extremely smart. She's been advised and she knows exactly how to play the game and how to talk what to say and she's got a plan you know mm -hmm. she's got a plan and I did a reading like I think it was last year about Erica and I said well no they'll never find the money 
that's what came up in the reading. They'll never find the money because it's been split in different accounts. It's been um, it's been placed into cryptocurrency. So much. Wow. They've hidden the money, right? So it's right. going to be very hard to trace. Mm-hmm. And second, because um, Kempar, because I did it with him, and he said, "Will she have jail time or or something like that? What are going to be the repercussions for Erica Jane?" And I said. Well, she'll probably move for a couple of years. That That's what I saw. Move mm-hmm. state, move city, whatever it may be. And then she'll resurface and she'll reinvent herself. So Erica is able, she's smart enough to know what's being done wrong and where she was at fault, okay? Mm-hmm. And how to overcome it and how to, Jen, I'm not saying she's dumb, or an idiot, but I'm just saying she's she has a disorder, a mental health or a mental disorder kind of thing. I don't know how to call it, where she's just she's never going to learn from these mistakes. She's going to do it's a repeating pattern, you know. She's going to continue do because it's all about her, not her mm-hmm. kids, not her husband. Because if, when you have kids. Honestly, and you love your kids and your kids come first, because I think I heard that um, on a podcast or someone else. I don't remember. Someone mentioned that she loves her kids and she's a very good nurturing mom. I'm not doubting that. But what I am. But if you love your kids and you respect your kids and you want for your kids to have a good future and a great future, you don't go around scamming people and doing it in such a way where she got caught you know she wasn't that smart in the way she did it either yeah no it was very sloppy in 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 looking at the the situation I mean you're selling lists of things of people's information and pretending like you had no idea what happened to that list like you didn't know who you were selling it to and what they were going to do with it so that's why when the the two people below you are changing their plea to guilty and you're still holding on to not guilty I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, right? And then, and then she's, think? she's on camera with Stu, her assistant, her partner, whatever he is in her life. And she's like, he makes me money and he's my assistant. And I'm like, you're digging your hole, girl. What are you doing? You're that arrogant. You're that sort of like in your own, because she thinks that she can charm, she can get out of anything. This is where the delusion comes in. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's done wrong, but in her mind, she really believes that she's going to get away with it. That's she won't, by the way. Actually, like there's no one. It's almost like there's no one there to check her to be like, what are you doing? Same with Erica, too. Like wh- whoever's in their circle, they don't hold them accountable for anything. Yeah. Or really you know, do what's best in their best interest to rebrand or to move on from some type of scandal. I mean, obviously Jen's in the middle of hers. So it'll be a while before she can even have that conversation if she doesn't go away. But I don't know. I mean, we'll just have to keep watching because apparently there's a plot twist towards the end of this season, which is why, yes, this is why Mary was triggered not to go to the reunion and Andy even said on his radio show recently that he had Mm -hmm. spoken to Mary on New Year's Eve and got the feeling that she wasn't going to show up based on their conversation but he said it was Mary's story to tell which makes me think it had a lot to do with what they're probably going to expose 
they've already been filtering. They've thrown Cam's name out there multiple yeah. times at this point. They've asked questions. Now, my only thing with that is what, why is Meredith so, you know, tight-lipped about it? And why are they so hand-in-hand? Hand? So I, I always think that's a little bit odd. Yeah, I heard someone um, say that probably they've got something on each other and mm -hmm. or Mary has something on on Meredith, actually. And that's why Meredith is sort of, you know, defending her in the way that she does, which is highly possible because this the Meredith of this season is not the Meredith that we got to know last season. I feel that she's so, you know, OK, last season, what was her whole storyline was about her husband, you know, uh, which was boring. We've seen that a thousand times over and over again on different franchises. We're over it. So, and she's, she is the way that she is. And I'm not, I'm not saying I dislike Meredith, but I'm just saying that what, what has Meredith done? What does Mary have that she's holding over Meredith to the point where Meredith is on TV defending a woman who's been racist, Mm -hmm. who has been accused of running a cult, mm -hmm. of being horrible to people of in her con congregation and otherwise. So uh -huh. I'm like, what's, so that's going to be interesting. And that's going to be an, an interesting read, actually. I should do a reading or we, we can should. do it together if you want. We should, we should definitely do that. I mean, we should definitely look at the situation for Mary as this is something that she sees snowballing into an Erica or a Jen situation. And she was not going to go down that path. But unfortunately, you know, the rest of the season is going to play out. I do wish she would have come to the reunion only to just do the right thing, finish your, finish it out, show up. These are allegations you've been hearing about as well, you know? So it's just, yeah. But the thing with Mary, she's not used to having to be held accountable because she's God. Exactly. So I think exactly. the God complex is what the issue is and why it doesn't work for her to be on the show. I don't think that church or that congregation is going to be around for too much longer. You know, more and more people are coming out and confirming things that we know we heard about Mary's church and Mary and her family and all that. I did a reading recently about it um, as well. So it's 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 a mess and you know she's gonna have a hard landing soon and also that's why she's gonna disappear because one of the things that i did see in that reading was that she's going to disappear like i had predicted that she's not going to show up in the reunion and that she's going to disappear and all that and um yeah she's going to disappear for a few for for a few years definitely like go off the radar she's gonna go off the radar definitely you know she's gonna take her louboutins and louis vuittons and Balenciaga bags and just disappear to the ether. <laughs> oh my Which gosh. Which is ridiculous. That's another thing. I'm like, last year we had Mary in her closet <laughs> <laughs> talking to the mannequin heads. And uh, this year we have very unhinged situations going on. Uh, I don't know what to well, say. You know, with regards to Meredith, I feel there's definitely more to her anger with Jen than just what happened with, with Brooks. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, but I hope that they move past it. I heard that they did at the reunion. I think they, 
they some seemingly at least agreed to move on or try to is what I heard but we'll have to wait and see because I think we have a few more I think five or six more episodes left it's a long season isn't it I think so because I think a lot of it got held up when Jen got arrested and there was like some where she wasn't filming with them for obvious reasons and then probably they wanted to fill it but I think she, I just read recently, I think Jen's pushing to get confirmation of her court date in March. She's ready to go. Well, I, one thing that I did look into, cause I was asked whether she, whether Jen's going to go to jail, which she will. Cause I saw like a clear vision, but that was months ago. I was just mm-hmm. watching uh, Salt Lake city. And then suddenly I had a vision of um, Jen in orange behind bars, which is like a, a clear. And I, and I think oh. that what she's going to do, she's going to go to jail for maybe two or three years or, you know, they're going to cut her sentence short and then she's going to come out and then she's going to make, she's going to monetize um, her experience and everything she's going to, you know, what all celebrities do and all TV stars do where they write books and they, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So this is what definitely what's going to happen. But I didn't see her going to jail this year. So I do feel that there are going to be extensions with her court Okay. Date. Yeah. Okay. So we will still probably <laughs> get like, to okay. see her. Yeah. No. I mean, it's interesting because I know they want to keep filming this as it goes. So if if it keeps being delayed, then she'll stay on the show more because she'll obviously need the money for all the lawyer fees. Um, oh yeah. Wow. You know. I really want to say thank you because um, I know you're super busy and I really enjoyed having you on today and it's going to be the first of many. I know it. Um, This was so fun and please let everyone know where they can find you and where to find all of your content, please. Okay. First of all, I would like to say thank you for having me. I appreciate that. We, we kind of met when you first started TikTok, uh, where you shared Campire and I, we did a reading on Salt Lake City. That was season one. And then I started following you and really enjoy your TikToks and really enjoy how you've grown. Your, Your TikTok has grown. And I just, I love your energy. We talked about this at the beginning. So keep up the good work because we know you're, you're gonna do great. And thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. And I can't wait for our appointment. February 11th so yes yes wait. and we will definitely do this again and I think maybe we can do a reading around Meredith and Mary because we didn't look I didn't look into that and just find out what's going on there we're gonna have to pin you know? that and make sure we get back yeah. to, we'll come back around on that but where can everyone find you right so everyone can find me I'm on um, YouTube I've got a channel it's called Fantaro I'm on Instagram and TikTok although I haven't really been doing a lot of TikTok but I promise I will. You're just finding time to do it as Femtaro. So you can find me on all platforms, including Facebook as Femtaro. And my website is www.femtaro.com if you want to book a reading or if you want to find out a little bit about me and my background. Awesome. Yeah, guys, if you want to book a reading, I highly, highly suggest you get on the list now. She is booked up, I think, all the way until the beginning of summer. Um, yep. So yeah, get on yeah. the list. But it's, it's well worth the wait. But thanks again for coming on. I am so happy we got to do this. And until then, I will talk to you, Natalie, very soon. And then we will do this very soon as well because we got some things to discuss. But until then, next time, talk to you soon and take care.
Bye, Natalie. Bye. 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 See you next time. 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 Time.